morning. Good morning. It's election day in Canada. Today is election day. Yeah. And you know, I think I am good with our very short election time frame. Like it's only a few weeks between when yep. the writ drops. Yes. I don't need 18 months to yes. really figure out who I'm voting for, like certain countries. And so I'm very happy that we are ready it's to short. get the show on the road. Yeah. Topics are out there getting informed. So we are going to vote right after this. Yeah. Um, everybody else. Get out please there. Please vote. Um, yeah. So that's the end of our PSA for this lovely election day. Yes. Hello. So, who are you? I'm Martin. I'm Kaylee. Welcome to the Keep On Growing podcast. We are um, we are married, Martin and I. Living in downtown Ottawa. Yeah, we've been married for uh, five and a half years now. Have um, we are raising four boys. Four of them. That's a lot. All of them. That's a lot of we boys. We like to say. And what else are we doing? Businesses. We run businesses too. Two of them. Yep. Yeah, we run one business in the heart of the buyer market, one mobile out of the home. Yeah, one bricks and mortar, um, and which awesome. is enough bricks yeah, and mortar bricks businesses, and mortar. Yeah. for sure. Um, and then one um, one e-based business, which um, is a great balance. And the e-based business is a great model because I hear what you're saying with the bricks and mortar, one's enough. Oh yeah, we have internet, phone lines, carpet cleaning. Oh yeah, I've got to you know, I've got to go in early tomorrow and make sure like, bulbs, the windows are clean. Light bulbs going out, <laughs> like that's what happens when you have bricks and mortar business. So like at Kaylee's business, I'm like, wow. People just order online and it gets delivered to their house in a, in a day or two. Oh, that's, yeah. That's brilliant. And someone else does all the back end infrastructure. But it's, that is not the point of this awesome podcast. No, so no, no. Totally but that's segued. us. That's why um, we're here. Well, we, it is. Um, but as, if you know us, we go off topic often and we cut each other off. So I would say running story. a business is was at one time a goal of mine. Yeah. So, I mean, we're right back on topic. And... And it's always been a dream of mine to find a way to marry kind of my passions and what I really love to do with making money. Right. And I never knew if I would be able to kind of put all that together and figure it out. And I slowly am. And so my dream is kind of coming to reality, which is really cool. Yeah. So all this talk of goals and dreams kind of helps us not so subtly <laughs> segue Get right into, into... Yeah. Well it's a neat time of year because definitely we'll talk about of this a lot more in the new year, but um, it's Halloween season. And when you have four boys, um, you know, we are, there's been a lot of discussion about Halloween costumes and what we're going to be and why. And it's really cute, especially with Miles and Nate, who are the two and the four-year-old. Um, you know, like they're like, I want to be an astronaut for Halloween because I want to be an astronaut when I grow up or I want to be mm -hmm. uh, a firefighter or uh, and it just got us talking or it got me thinking a lot about you know like Miles just this beautiful four-year-old brain he can dream to be whatever he wants like there's no barriers there's yeah. nothing in his brain that would make him think he can't be anything he wants and that's how we all were yes we all started like that and then you know, I think about Otis and Ian, who are 11 and 14, and all of a sudden now, um, well, their Halloween costumes are based on what they aspire to be. It's much more some sort of Japanimation video game character. But, 
you know, if you said to them, hey, remember when you wanted to be an astronaut when you were four? How's that going? They'll probably say, well. What? Yeah, it's not real. <laughs> That's exactly no, what they say. It's no. not realistic. I'm not good at math. I don't want to do that much work. Right. Nobody actually goes to space. Uh, well, just like a, a small handful. And, and so all of a sudden, you know, and then fast forward another seven, eight years to someone in their you know early 20s. And so how's that astronaut dream going? Well, that's a lot of school and right. like only one in one billion people. An actually. astronaut is an extreme example. Yes. Um, well, we use this example because an astronaut lived in our house before we did, which we think is true. very, very cool. It is very cool. Is he a senator? No, he's a he's minister. A, a minister, Mark Garneau. Minister Mark Garneau lived in. Mr. Mr. Garneau lived in our house. Well, backdoor brag name yeah, drop. Yeah, it's true. So we have like we, you know, and we. So whenever we go to the airplane museum and or the Canadian Aviation, Aviation museum, museum for those that don't have toddlers. Um, we go and we look at his picture and we tell yeah. the boys like this yeah. incredible well there's man there's a guy with in, vision our, yeah and dreams and who like through his adult years there's the kid who's like i want to be an astronaut and the teenager goes i want to be an astronaut and the university press okay. teacher a uh, university student and then the you know phd student, PhD student and, the and then the researcher and then, like, and then off to space he goes and, the, and so that's that's kind of what we wanted to kick off a bit that like you need that big vision so okay so and minister garno if you're listening um which who knows maybe you are um we're just guesstimating here on your the trajectory of your life so this is just a this is just a fictional interpretation but so for mark garno or any other astronaut who's actually gone to space um that dream started at some point and it kept going yeah and then how many other people that dream starts and then somewhere along the way it dies and so what yeah. was different between mark garneau or um chris hatfield or whoever else um and all the other people right and that's that big um and again it's just that example of like that giant audacious dream um that we all but we all have, have them. them. We all start having them, whatever they are. I'm, sh I'm sure most people, if they did a dream or a vision board now, would dream big and be able to put things down on paper. Most people. Everybody. Oh, I think a lot of people, I struggle with um, dreaming big. I struggle with admitting to myself what my giant dreams are sometimes because I think they're too big. I think I... That's I Would you do, say like, they're too small? No, I'm the opposite. I think um, wow. I think I'm almost embarrassed. I think I can't say that out loud. I can't say that I I want to do this. Like, who am I to dream that big? Who am I to um, think that I could ever do that or that I deserve that? And um, hmm. yeah, and it's something that and hey, that's I'm, a I'm, tough mindset because you flip that around and it's like. Is that goal worthy of my awesome? Well, and that's, I guess, coming from a place of awesome self-confidence without a lot of layers of right. um, stuff impeding it. And a lot of people, I think, who are especially of the grown-up age, um, who have had a lifetime of 
people telling you what you should and shouldn't do and all of those like you think of an onion you know and all the layers of an onion that just kind of get added oh i've got a way better analogy than an onion oh well fine how you how you go then so (laughs) getting your eyes tested which thank you very much i have 20 better than 2020 vision um when they when they drop in they slowly drop in lenses and with each lens she's like can you still read this and you're like yeah and it just gets fuzzier and fuzzier and fuzzier and by the time there's eight or ten lenses you just can't really it's just a blob headache and it's blurry yeah it's just a big blurry blob and so that like when i was getting my eyes i was like there's that perfect analogy for when you're young and think you're you're just absolutely crystal clear vision and your vision may be absolutely like out of this world impossible but for for the most part most people have goals vision dreams that are doable uh if they get to work well and okay finish that off and just (laughs) over the the decades just as you're alluding to you're not smart enough you're not good at math why don't you just get the comfortable job with two weeks holiday and benefits um, or whatever it might be. Not that that's a bad thing, but your vision's like, well, I wanted to, you know, go to space. Um, but anyway, so or so that's, a, that's the lenses the and lenses being like, the Olympics. Yeah, I want to be, be a professional or... athlete. Well, um, and the the layers come on like these glasses, and all of a sudden, you're not actually seeing for yourself. No, and I think that's the that's the like that's that that perfect perfect analogy. Um, is that all these stuff, whether it's just your family, your parents, um, media, teachers, friends, like all these external influences keep sliding another one of those Love that. smoke screens totally. And, and, and I it's think wo- it's, it's, I mean, if it's, if you, if you dig deep or it's, it's wounds, like, especially when it's just, we might not touch that too much today, but like it comes to self-confidence and yeah, for sure. Um, Sorry, you made me lose my track a little bit here. Um, so you have, like, just as you go through life, all these different external factors yeah. start kind of clouding that and you just get foggier and foggier and foggier. And that's not to say that the dream you had when you were three is always going to be your dream. I mean, as you grow up, you are going to, one, maybe be like, you know what, it is impossible for me to have a golden unicorn that flies in the sky that lets me go visit all my other friends with their flying unicorns, you know, and that was, True. you know, but, um, or you may be like, you know what, yes, I always wanted to be an astronaut, but as you get older, you think, like, I'm a great one for this. I don't think I ever wanted to be an astronaut when I was little, but even if I did, even if someone right now said, we will pay you money to go to space, I would say, no, thank you. Not, I am, I my, am so claustrophobic. Not my planet, thank you. I am, um, I, I am so claustrophobic, and I just, no, no desire. Um, but I think so. I think a lot of people's dreams shift and evolve. Not yeah. only as you go from childhood to adulthood, but even as we grow up as adults, right? Like as we just, you know, we're always going to have different dreams, and as we change and as we learn. But I think what those layers do is they just impede our ability to like dream from our pure heart right and that's what's really sad and i guess that's what i'm really struggling with right now is that i have 
I'm looking through like a, a layer of blurriness for sure. And it's really hard for me even when I do think, oh, I really want to do this. And I still stop and go, well, do I really? Like, do right. I really or do I think I want or do I think I should want? And I'm working really hard to kind of figure out how to peel back those, like remove those eye test screens. Yeah. And, and be like, okay, what do I really want that's just me and not what I've been programmed over you my whole it. life? It's the I should versus yes. I love. Well, and it's, you know what, and after decades of being told you should, you should, you should love this, you should do this, um, we do this as a family, this part of our culture does this. Right. I don't know anymore what I love versus I should is. It's a really, it's murky. Yeah. And so that's a really um, something that I'm working hard on now. But man, it would be super great if our kids didn't have to work on that as much at all. And if I could have figured this out a long time ago. Well, I think that's, you know, getting back to dream boards or vision boards and revisiting that because you do that every morning now. You actually revisit a list of my goals. Goals. Yeah. Right. And that's your goals are your goals from you. Well, yes. Yeah, so that's interesting. So what I do every morning is um, I write down like five things I'm grateful for. And then I have 10 goals and I write them. This is not my idea. Um, this came from another amazing person that kind of does this as her practice. And I'm trying it to see how it works for me. Um, but I write down my 10 goals. And there's a whole mapping process to kind of get to what those 10 goals are. And we'll talk about that down the road at some point. Um, but... Um, but what I do is I write them down and then every day um, I write them down over and over and it's repetitive. But the point of it being repetitive, the one every day I start my day being very mindful of what my goals are. Right. And some of them are forever goals. Like my goal is to be an exceptional, exceptional um, wife and parent, mom. Um, you know, I'm never going to cross that one off my list. But every morning starting my day, having written that out and thinking about it for a minute puts me in a much more mindful um, mindset for my as I go through my day. Um, and the other thing is, is, as I'm kind of working on trying to really take off some of those fuzzy layers, rewriting my goals every day lets me also kind of revisit them. And sometimes I'm like, you know, that's not my goal anymore. You know, that was a goal that I thought I wanted because right. it was definitely a should thing. And I actually don't think... I want to do that but I really want to do this and now I'm finally feeling a little bit more brave or brave enough to write this one down where a month ago I wouldn't have even put it on paper because it seemed too crazy right um so that's a really neat practice of kind of practice. writing them out yeah. but I mean goals and dreams are different right and again so this woman is her name's Rachel Hollis just if anyone is curious and she's written uh, a couple of books um Girl, wash your face. Girl, stop apologizing. Girl, stop apologizing. Thank you. They're on my bedside stand. My brain I got, is... I got your back. Um, and they talk a lot about that. And they talk uh, a lot about the um, that whole mapping process of goals and how she does it. So if you're interested, go check it out. Go check it out online. Um, but what's really cool is she has a great quote kind of saying that a goal is your dream with its work boots on. And there's lots of other ways that people describe it. Yeah. But it's very much like 
we can lie in bed and dream all day we can lie and dream that we want to you know have this amazing life where we get to travel with our kids all the time and have a comfortable yeah. retirement and it's not gonna happen do all this stuff is. but if we just talk about it all the time like snuggling in bed at night nothing's going to change but then it's being like okay so what if that's our actual goal how do we like let's back it up and how do we actually start mapping out a plan to get there and start doing the work to put it in place right. and so that's um that's where the power well a couple of things i mean that's what we're going to dive into in january a little bit yeah kind of the goal setting the, tactical. And the mapping. yeah yeah the mapping so we don't have um, enough time for that tonight that's such a huge topic but like set, set, setting goals you know um i think one of the things that a lot you've, you've touched on this with you but i do this as well is are you worthy of this goal? Well, yes, you are. As big as they are. Yeah. Like, what, what's the other, like, it's not cheesy, but it's like they um, shoot for the moon. The worst thing that happens is... Even if you miss... It's like, shoot for the moon. Uh, yeah, even if you miss, you may just land on a star. You'll still land among you know? the stars, yeah. It's just a cute... It's a cute way to say that, you know what, you may dream like Miles that he wants to be an astronaut, but that may change trajectory over the years, but not to stifle that dream. So what that's basically saying is that there's no harm in dreaming big. There's no no harm in dreaming huge, and I struggle with dreaming huge. I'm the opposite of you. I'm like that. <laughs> the antimatter. For those of you who watch Stranger Things, I'm the upside down. <laughs> no. I'll start quoting the Paula Abdul song, Opposites Attract. I have a, a really tough time in those huge dreams. And I think part of it is I've already achieved a whole bunch of huge dreams. But looking back, they were tiny dreams. Like when you put yourself in your old your old boots and you're like man those are giant dreams at the time but looking back they're just tiny stepping stones and had i known then what i knew now holy would i ever had had a different vision is that neat yeah it is and i think that's like that's exactly why i think it's so important to kind of continuously revisit and reassess and like and I, I don't think, think your goal setting should be a once a year activity and i think that's the part i i missed because you know what coming out of professional sports with not a lot of education going i want to be a doctor right and getting that goal like getting into school and then going a a year out going man i want to open my own practice (coughs) these are all huge dreams um but you're right not revisiting them and refining them and uh you know, knocking some out that shouldn't be with me anymore and building new ones in, like, that would have been a very powerful process for me. Yeah. Well, and I think, like, okay, let's think about, um, like, running. Like, you know, at one point I was not a runner and I was very convinced that I was never going to be a runner because that's what I've been told. Um, that we are not runners. Um, so I remember running my first 5K with my stepdad actually at university it was just like a little like St. Patrick's Day type 5k and I thought I was going to die and my stepdad was not like he kind of did 10ks but he loved to run back in the day before his body gave out on him a little bit um, and we ran it together and I thought I was going to die that 5k it was brutal 
And in that moment, it wouldn't have been possible for me to say, I want to run the Boston Marathon. I want to qualify. I want to run a sub 320 marathon. There's no way. I wouldn't have even been able to conceive of that. Um, You know, my goal probably then was I want to run a 10K. And then one day, you know, I said, I want to run a marathon. And then once I actually ran one, it was, Hmm. I want to. I think I can qualify for Boston, right. you know, and then, you know, and now, now that I've done all of that and now that I'm old and I've had babies, it's kind of inconceivable how I'll ever get back to that fitness and that speed. But now all of a sudden, if I look at kind of a running dream or goal, like now I've got a couple that are scary to say. That's cool. Um, That's good. But I needed to, I never would have been able to have that dream when I was running my first 5k right and so it's that continuously I think like what you say is revisiting and auditing and so for you when you're coming off of professional cycling you saying I want to be like a world renowned chiropractor that spreads this amazing gift of health and education across the world when you don't even know if you have the college credits to get into yeah, I know. That's university you couldn't have you you couldn't have seen that yet so and I think that's well, partially just life experience, but also maybe you're all coaches, coaches, mentors, like that outside help comes in sometimes. Yeah, but I, I think even if I had the best person say to me, you know, in the middle of that 5K, you know, one day you're going to run a 318 marathon and then probably that won't even be your fastest. Yeah. I don't think, I, don't, I wouldn't have even computed. I wouldn't have even had the brain true. neurons in place to maybe understand what it. that meant. It's neuroplasticity. <laughs> So I would I think, have gone, I don't understand you. Um, so, I mean, huge take-homes for us over the last couple of years are, and even just tonight, today, it's like dream big. Yeah, there's and, no risk. And reevaluate. Like your morning exercise is a great one. And I, I truly believe, looking back, that's a big missing link in my past, being able to be on, on top of those. Yeah, and I think that's... You know, that's one, you know, a daily or a weekly or a regular kind of goal setting practice. Yeah. Um, but then there's also the dreaming part, too. Like there's the two pieces. Yeah. And I think it's just it's all part. It's all wrapped up in the beautiful package of, I think, personal growth, really. Yes. And um, I love that. And dealing with all the wounds and I mean, and, and doing all that work to peel away all those layers that have come down. Man, let me tell you, when she like slowly takes off, there's the um, lenses and the optometrist. What, the optometrist sorry, um, and you're like, ah, that's really clear. And then she takes another lens off, and you're like, whoa, that's crazy clear. <laughs> and then she takes off the fine lens, and you're like. This is like a laser cut graphic edging. That's like, crazy. And that's, yeah. And so it's so funny. But it also sh- really showed me how one tiny little distortion can happen and you still think you can see really you clearly. You normal. And that's Yeah, which is terrifying. Such a good, but such a good analogy for how we perceive the world, whether it's our dreams or our goals or just everything. Yeah. I think we all have, like, we're, you know, we've talked about that too, even just like, you know, choosing happiness or choosing like being, you know, you can't change your reality a lot of the time, but you can change how you yeah. deal with it. And yeah. it's putting a different lens in, you know, yep. um, Love it. and you can, it's work, but you can control that. 
so i guess yeah uh the big takeaway is dream big yeah um, dream, dream so big it scares you yeah. because you said you do and it scares you well good it should so scare write you. them down um and and audit you know and stay and, tuned yeah. for more podcasts to come about this because this oh, is yeah. just like oh, i mean I, there's a reason there's a billion books about it um but it's such an i think we're both at this point of our life where we are kind of almost at a new phase of dreaming and goal setting for us yeah. uh and i think um so we're just again we're talking as we're going like we're and sharing as we're learning and i'm glad you're here sharing this journey with us so yes go vote go vote and then while you're after your vote or before you vote subscribe to this of course if you're listening to subscribe, it subscribe <laughs> share you know what it pops up on facebook share it with somebody yeah. have a listen Support um, us. We have archives now, so you can go back and pick some <laughs> awesome topics. And uh, we hope you have the best have lead a, up roll into Halloween. Have an awesome week. And um, well, we'll see you next Monday here. We'll see you next Monday. If anybody's on Facebook, every um, Friday we yeah. go live at 10 a.m. on my personal page, Kaylee Zollinger, and on Reform Body Clinics. And well, yeah. Um, yeah. So happy Monday, happy everything, and we'll talk to you soon.